0: Welcome to the Florida Travel Podcast episode 70 about the state parks of Central Florida. The Florida Travel Podcast is a podcast to help Florida residents and visitors get more out of the Sunshine State. I'm Christina. And I'm Tanya this week's episode is sponsored by Campspot. Campspot camp spot takes making camping reservations easy with the real-time pricing top-rated camping destinations and easy reservation system there's no need to call campgrounds or wait for your booking to be accepted camp spot works directly with the campground reservation systems and guarantees you're always getting the best deal visit floridatravelpod.com slash to get started
1: I used Camp Spot recently to make some reservations. I have used Camp Spot before, too. Yeah, I think it's such a great way to look at. It is, and it gives multiple opportunities for
0: camping. So, like, not just, you know, there's boondocking, there's um, hip camp stuff. Not hip camp, but it's, like, the, um, uh, what do you call it, like, (sighs)
1: Boondocking. Yeah, boondocking.
0: (laughs) Um, Dispersed camping. It's all different
1: types of camping. But you can have regular full on campgrounds as well.
0: So, Tanya, before we get into talking about the state parks, let's talk about the Florida Tip of the Week. You
1: are the master of this. Uh, Well, did you know that we had an email list? Yes, we do. Uh, If you go to our website, you can sign up. You might even get a little pop up to sign up for our email list. You can also find it in our side bar there when you're looking at our episode show notes. But if you go and sign up, and get, you can get notified of any blogs that we write, any episode drops so that you never miss out on all of our links and show notes. Which we always have all of our information in the show notes. Yes.
0: Okay, so we are going to be talking about state parks this week. So it only stands to reason that when you're packing for your state park trip or day trip, you should... don't forget to sunscreen.
1: Yes. So state parks, state State parks. Parks. We talk about
0: state parks so much. And there's a really good reason for that. State parks are the deal. Yeah, they (laughs) are the deal here in Florida. I mean, you don't you shouldn't ever come to Florida without visiting
1: at least one state park. So we did an episode on state parks way back last year.
0: Yeah, Um. (laughs) we, we did an episode on state parks, but we talk about them incessantly and all like Probably 85% of our yeah, episodes, exactly. we and, talk about them and we could be talking about, I mean, we just, we, we record episodes about things completely not related to state parks, but we still manage to bring them in. Exactly.
1: And we did this way back on episode 27. It was July 6th of last year. This episode is coming out in June. June Twenty you know, So yeah. it's a perfect time to get outdoors, explore some state parks now that the kids are out of school and I lost my place. Um, so... <laughs> right Central Florida, you know, yes, Central Florida. Yeah. Central
0: Florida attracts visitors to, of course, the normal thing is to come to the theme parks, right?
1: Yes. And I thought we should put together um, you you had mentioned this, we should have some specific areas that we talk about what state parks are in those specific areas and what makes them all different and what makes them why you want to visit them. I so I started with Central Florida because well we live in Central Florida. But it's also a big tourist destination. If you didn't know, there's, you know, some theme parks here that people go to. Eh, Who needs that? Exactly. So if you want to see the real Florida. Now,
0: I will say this. When I look up state parks in Florida and you look on a map, I feel like the way that it disperses across the state is it starts more in this like south central and then all the way up.
1: Okay, so, so they
0: get more dense, the, oh, amount gotcha. of, the amount of state parks, starting in the little bit south of central Florida. So Tampa, St. Pete area, like that area, and then up. It gets more dense the, the higher you go, the more north you go in Florida.
1: I think, and that could be in part due to the fact that more people live in the south and in the central areas than they do in the northern parts of Florida. So there's yeah, more there's a open lot more land. land that's available. That makes great sense thank you sometimes i have ideas yes you have ideas and i know directions (laughs) okay so central florida (laughs) so you're gonna have to tell everybody where all of these state parks are so aren't you glad that i did the research (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I'm going to start with Lake Louisa State Park. Lake Louisa is literally in our backyard. Uh, where If you hadn't listened before, we're located in uh, Claremont, Florida. Lake Louisa is in Claremont on Highway 27. I know where that one is. Yeah, you should. You pass it all the time. <laughs> I, I should. I've also been there. What Lake... What makes Lake Louisa really special is that they have over twenty miles of trails. They have um, equestrian camps and horse riding trails, they which also is different. Have- like that's that's not in a lot of the state parks. It's not in a lot of them, but I found it was in quite more than I more than you thought, more than yeah. I realized. So I think maybe that's maybe that is something because we don't own horses and mm. we're not traveling with horses. We don't look for those kinds types of places. But if you do, or even if you want to, and we had this discussion, do you rent a horse? Do you check out a horse? We're
0: still you, on it. <laughs> we never got a, a solid answer. No,
1: we don't know what you do when you want to borrow a horse. When you want to go horseback riding, you, you ride don't a own horse. a horse. And you ride the horse, but you have to pay for it somehow. Yeah. So either way, you can do that at Lake Louisa State Park. Uh, they also have um, kayak rentals. But my favorite thing about Lake Louisa is their glamping.
0: Yes, this is new. It is
1: new-er.
0: Yeah, I mean, the last couple of years, yeah. they just added this. I remember going to the park... Um, Oh, and my kids were babies. Well, no, I mean recently, like in the last few years and I remember they
1: were just getting started doing glamping. And they have, so they have both cabins that are not next to their campground, uh which are they're, so they're a little bit further away, which is nice because it gives them that nice secluded feel, but they also have those glamping tents. Yes. With air conditioners. Yeah, so which there's is no excuse not to go <laughs> because yes. these are those beautiful safari-style Uh, tents that you can rent. If you've never
0: actually looked into glamping and this is the first time that you're hearing it, you can sort of look at the word and figure out what it means. It's glamour camping. Exactly. Glamorous camping. It makes
1: camping more tolerable for people who are not so outdoorsy. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So a couple of weeks ago, we were having a discussion about uh, Wakaiwa versus Wakaiva yes. there is Wakaiwa Springs State Park I think we still say it as Wakaiva we do still say it as Wakaiva
0: but I like to differentiate because we do talk about Wakaiva a right. lot and
1: I'm, so I have both of these on this list I put them back to back of course Wakaiva with a W is the state park but it flows into the Wakaiva River. Yeah,
0: and the fact that they're right next to each other makes it so much worse. <laughs> oh, agreed.
1: <laughs> and so there is Wakaira Springs State Park and then there's Lower Wakaiva River Reserve State Park. So as far as state parks go, those are your a couple of your options, but Here, but if you're confused just go to both. Uh, yeah, because you could you could go to both in the same day for yep. sure. But Wakaiwa with a W, it flows into the Wakaiva River, mm-hmm. so I think that's the I think that's where the differentiation is. Yeah. Is Wakaiva is the river, Wakaiwa is the springs, the state park. It's just north of the theme parks. It's located in um, Wakaiwa Springs area. Is located kind of near a Popka area. They have one of the natural springs we talked about on episode 67. Wekiwa Wekiwa Springs has one of those swimming areas. It's over a half acre in size. So, I mean, that's larger than my... My house yeah. area. I mean, it's so it's got this huge swimming area. It's an average depth of four feet. So I think it's a really great place to it's take It's a your great kids. Yeah, it's a great kid spring. And you can also snorkel at Wakaiwa Springs State Park, but the state park itself is pretty huge. Yeah. How long ago has it been since you've been there?
0: Gosh, pro- uh, it's probably been 20 years. Okay. Oh, it's been a while and yeah. it's
1: local, Christina. It's what? And it's local. You should go. I mean, there's a lot of state parks to go to, Tanya. Geez, give me a break. I, it's definitely one of those fun ones where you they've got trails, they've got swimming, kayak rentals, you can snorkel outside, of, you know, in the park. They also have camping and equestrian areas. It's funny when we say these state parks or when we talk about the
0: springs and such, we're I feel like we mention a lot of the same activities, but the thing is, is you're getting a different experience at each one of these places because they look different. The trails are different. They feel different. So don't think just because we're saying hiking, biking, snorkeling, swimming, diving, just because we're saying very similar activities, you're going to see different things. Different animals are in the park. Different trees are in the park. It is a different experience at each one of these places. That's a Really
1: excellent point. Thank you. Hey, look, we both have some excellent (laughs) ideas once in a while. (laughs) It must have been the extra scoop of coffee. Oh, man. (laughs) I'm still jittery. But this is, I think, part of my reason for pointing a lot of these out is that they are local to us, but they're local to if you're visiting Disney, if you're visiting Universal, if you're going to the theme parks, but you want a taste of real Florida, then you have to check out some of these state parks. I love that. Real Florida. Exa- real wild Florida. Yeah. Well, and so less wild. Let's talk about lower Wakaiva River Preserve. A little bit more rustic than Wakaira Springs. They do have a kayak launch at Katie's Landing, but their claim to fame or perhaps the Wakaiva River, it is one of Florida's wild and scenic rivers. And that is designated by the government Um, at rivers.gov and we only have a couple of wild and scenic rivers in the state of Florida so kayaking down with Kyber River is quite amazing because you can go for hours without seeing a house I have never heard of that wild and scenic you haven't because we've talked about it before we have we did we talked about it on our Jupiter maybe I didn't
0: realize like it was a thing it is a thing I thought you were just using adjectives (laughs)
1: And this is why you have to listen to every episode because we learn things over and over. Apparently, I need to listen to every episode, too.
0: Yeah, we, we half the time don't remember what we talked about oh, two or three episodes ago.
1: <laughs> two or three episodes ago that we record back to back on the, the same way. day. <laughs> oh, we said that five minutes ago. Oh, that's right. Uh, so wild and scenic is a thing. Wild and scenic, I mean, you go to it's Not rivers, just an adjective. It's, you go to rivers.gov and you can see the wild and scenic river system throughout the United States. But Wakaiva River is a designated national designated wild and scenic river and they're not wrong you can go like i said you can go for hours and not see a single home on this river which means you're getting that good authentic nature feel
0: i i love that so much especially on a river because you're in your boat you can keep on moving and you can actually sometimes go longer and further because you're in a boat
1: So you get, oh yeah.
0: And you just see more than like versus hiking trails, you know, where sometimes you don't get to go as far because you're physically exerting a lot more.
1: Well, and depending on where you're going too, you can, if you flow all downstream, it makes it a little bit easier to just flow naturally. And you can just, you
0: can keep going. Some of of the rivers move a little bit. You can just keep on moving and still seeing without the physical exertion of growing.
1: So Blue Spring State Park, that is in, um, if you go a little bit north of the Wakaiba area, you're going to hit Blue Spring in DeLand. This is one of those popular spots to see manatees.
0: Yeah, and this is definitely a little bit more northern Florida-ish well, it's still land. It's still I know. central. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. Northern, central, central, northern, <laughs> whatever. It's just the north. It's the very north part of central Florida. Okay. Gotcha. Sorry.
1: <laughs> I'm like, I chose these because they're
0: close. It's what I meant to say was it's the more northern Florida feel up into land. Oh,
1: sure. Yes. Okay. I will agree with that. (laughs)
0: You should, because I'm right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, manatees in that area are
0: very popular. This
1: is one of those places where the manatees, you know, have not just doubled, tripled, quadrupled in number over the years, thanks to protection efforts. I think, you know, at one point they tracked 25 and now they've tracked over 200 maybe. uh Uh, manatees in the area but it is a popular spot to see manatees especially in the winter colder months but you can swim they do have a swimming area you can also rent kayaks and they have a few historical structures as well
0: so tanya do you know when you're swimming there can you do those manatee swims there I don't think at Blue Spring you can. Okay, but
1: if you are I know swir- what you're talking about. That's probably more Crystal River.
0: Yeah, no, I know they do that there. I just was I felt like they did it at Blue Springs, but I I could be wrong. I know you can swim in the springs there and I wonder if in the area that you swim it's like, "Oh, you might see a manatee if you're swimming here."
1: You know, I don't I I don't know how you wouldn't but at the same time i don't know if you do yeah no
0: i get it i was it was it was more like a thoughtful like hey does anyone know if you're swimming in the springs at blue springs will you see manatee
1: please insert your answer in a social media post (laughs) (laughs) insert your answer okay (laughs) all right this next one i thought was really neat have you heard of hontoon island state park no no okay no again you know florida state how are we still finding out about state parks we've never heard of and ones that are not far from where we live either. So if you go to uh, if you go to Floridastateparks.org, you can pull up a map. This is how I found all of them in Central Florida area. So Hontoon Island is just north of Blue Spring State Park, so it's also in Deland. It's accessible only by private boat or park ferry. And it offers nature and history. So I like this, that it's only, you know, accessible by boat. There is parking. You can go park somewhere and then get onto a boat and go to Hontoon Island. I don't know if you can arrive there by kayak or not. I think it would be kind of cool if you can get there. I didn't see anything on the site about that. So if anyone knows that, too, as Christina said, insert, answer. In social media um, posts
0: <laughs> actually I did just read on the Blue Springs one that you can there
1: it says swimming with the manatees is not permitted oh thank you for you're welcome for looking at that in Hontoon Island uh, research indicates that the Mayaca uh, Native Americans lived along the river for well over 12,000 years before Spanish explorers encountered them in the late 16th century. Ooh, some history there. Some history, some archaeological finds. They do have an archaeological section of Hontoon Island. Go to the picture, go to the link, Christina, I'm and there. look at Hontoon Island and scroll down a little bit. You're gonna see even some statues. I'm I think it was on the homepage. There it is. Yeah. Les- history of the Mayaka at Hontoon Island, all the way to the bottom. Oh. Isn't that cool? Yes, some wooden. So you probably structures. can see those if
0: you're going down on on um, on boats on like the river. Yeah. Um, so that leads me to say that when you go to the state parks, most of the time there is some sort of a visitor center that you should check out because a lot of times that kind of history is going to be right there in their visitor center, and you can learn a lot. And uh, and sometimes they'll even have uh, pamphlets or things that or or. Bulletin boards along the trails where you can read some of the history that you would find in a state park. This is a particularly historic place. So check out and see if you can, you know, research some information before you go. Um, I love doing that. I love looking into what, you know, where we're going and what's the history behind it. And if you go into their visitor center, you might find
1: so that is definitely something like you said you get something different out of every state park. Yes, the history. I had never heard of the Mayaka before doing this research. Obviously somebody has and has found in- information but 12,000 years before 16th century. I mean, that's some ancient history.
0: Also, um, in our previous episode about geocaching, this is another way for you to explore parks like this. Yes. All of
1: them have some information on that, too. So all of these links to all of these state parks will be in our show notes. Christina, you know, I get asked all the time how you can support our podcast. Why? Well, you know, it takes a lot of time and effort to do the research, to travel, try out new things, to bring all of this information to our listeners. We also have to put it all together once we've recorded. Yes, we do. We have to write the show notes and upload everything. It takes time, it takes work, but it's, it is work that we enjoy. Yes, it, I mean, this is part of our career, right? Exactly. However, you can support us by supporting us on Patreon. Yes, Patreon is a way for you to become sort
0: of a part of what we do. And and you can even have a, a name when you support us on Patreon. You can have a name? What <laughs> yes. kind of name do you get? <laughs> we have the Florida Tourists which is someone who supports us at the level where you get a shout out on our episode on a future episode. That's cool. You have the snowbird with the snowbird, you get the shout out, but you also get exclusive Florida travel pod sticker and a postcard. Oh, how fun. And
1: I love that we called it snowbird.
0: Yeah, snowbirds, (laughs) they they come over here during wintertime and take over our state. And now we have the Florida man. Of course we do. the true at heart Florida soul. And they get the shout out, the sticker. But they also get a travel mug once they've been with us for three months. Nice. Yep. It's a fantastic way to support us and say, hey, we'd like for you guys to get an income for what you're doing.
1: Absolutely. It really is. It helps creators all over the world support their business. And you helping us supports our business really does mean the world to us. You can go to com slash Florida Travel Pod. And Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. So, my next one is one of my favorites, Deleon Springs State Park, also yes. in the the Deland area. so if you hadn't this just heard, goes
0: right along with what I was saying, The further north you go, the yeah, more you there keep are they're going. so concentrated
1: but Deleon Springs has the old sugar mill restaurant, and this is a tourist attraction unto itself. This is where you sit at a table and there is a griddle that the waitress will turn on and make hot for you and you make your own pancakes. It's so fun. It is so fun, but you're sitting in an old Spanish mill, so you have the wheel going outside, you have this great old a uh, pioneer wooden settlement feel inside of the restaurant and you can make your own pancakes. Yeah. And, and um, right outside is their swimming hole. It's oh, and their right swimming outside hole is so cool. I mean, this was one that they've definitely taken the area and made it almost like a pool.
0: It is, and there's all kinds of air, like space around this swimming hole that you can lay out your blankets, have a picnic. It's a very large area. Unlike some of them are smaller, and there's not as much places to sit. And this place has a very nice grassy area to lay your blankets out in and enjoy um, a day where you can just hang, jump in the water, float around. There's a nice
1: stair entrance into the water. When I had went, people were training, There, you could tell that they were swimming laps in this swimming hole. It's huge. It is. It's very huge. And it has a nice little waterfall that drops off into the river. Doesn't it have a dock in the middle? I feel like it had a... There is. So you can take a boat tour. It is. They have an eco-heritage boat trail. uh, And you can take a boat tour in that area. So yeah, there's a dock on the opposite side of the restaurant. Mm, Yeah, that's right. And this... And so... This is part of the Native American Heritage Trail. So Here we go again. It's a different experience and a different park. Yes, you have... With different history. <laughs> with different history. It's neat because you go into their visitor center and they have paintings all along the wall of historic events that have happened in that area. But the Native American Heritage Trail, again, linked into our show notes, it's a... they You can get a 36-page heritage trail guidebook that shows all of the different areas that florida has native american cultures both past and present and i've looked through this it is it what's neat about these guidebooks and this is a a pdf that you can get online the guidebooks are organized by county oh so wherever you are you can look and say oh I'm in Volusia County. So you get what what actually was in that area. Exactly. So it's not a trail per se, as in you don't hike from one end to the other, but this is a trail in that here are all of the places you can visit for Native American history. So
0: again, I emphasize go to the visitor center (laughs) in these state parks and find out what is there that is specific to that, even that
1: state park. Yes, So Lake Griffin is in Lake County. So that is where we're located. This is in northern Lake County. Lake Griffin, I thought was neat because they have guided kayak and pontoon boat tours. So I don't think you see that a whole lot either, that um, you, you might have a pontoon tour, you might have a boat tour. I found it interesting that they have guided kayak tours. And so this is... Um, this you is can a, do that a lot on the ocean, but I
0: haven't seen that in a state park. With a guide. Yeah, yeah with a guide. Which yeah. I think
1: is really... I think that's also special. Yeah, because
0: they find stuff that you would have never seen.
1: Well, and speaking of stuff you'd never see, this has the state's second largest live oak tree. Wow. Which is approximately 400 years old. I thought that was in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> Ate all my grass. Actually, and I think I could be wrong. Do you know where the largest... Uh, live oak tree is Mm. i think i know i've seen some signs i could be wrong correct me if i am i think it's across from the orlando rep and the orlando shakes
0: oh in that parking lot there in that
1: park area there are um, some signs over there i'm gonna look this up uh but either way lake griffin state park has the second largest live oak you don't need to go to California to find old trees. Nope. You can find them here in In my Florida, backyard. In your backyard. Or at the state parks, Christina. Okay. Works, unless you want people tramping through your backyard. No, I'm a little
0: bitter about them in my
1: backyard. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> but yeah, it's approximately 400 years old. So you have live oak canopies in these state parks. You never know how old these trees are. Yeah. I,
0: I love the fact that um, each park has different trees different birds different animals different wildlife everything is different in every different park yes
1: so the next one i have on my list is in Inverness. this is fort cooper fort cooper has a lot of history you can walk the one and a half mile path and find interpretive kiosks telling the story of the seminal P pe- uh, the seminal people and the trials they faced. They have living history demonstrations. Yeah. Some civil war stuff there, right? They have some yeah. civil war stuff. I think probably some seminal war stuff as well. This is a great place for, they have a lot of ranger programs. I looked at when I was researching this. So again, this is your hands on interpretive history. You don't necessarily need to hike a trail in at Fort Cooper, But you're going to, and it's a mile and a half. It's not a big, and it's a paved or, you know, solid path that you can walk and learn a ton of history. Mm -hmm. Crystal River Preserve. We We love Crystal River. This is, so when we're talking, you know, I kind of pulled like our area a little bit north, a little bit west, that central part of Florida. I didn't go down as far as the Tampa area, but Crystal River is north of tampa um, it is i like this it's a, listed as a true mosaic with its it borders more than 27,000 acres of scrub pine woods hardwood forests salt marshes and mangrove islands much of the property is untouched allowing visitors a glimpse of what the area of florida looked like centuries ago again real Florida, right? Real Florida. Yeah, when you got mangroves and salt marshes, it's definitely real Florida. Exactly. It's a year-round destination for hiking, kayaking, paddleboarding, bird watching. The preserves wetlands play an important role in refreshing the Florida aquifer, making the area essential for our wildlife. And this one, speaking of trails, was listed on the Florida Circumnavigational Saltwater Paddling Trail. Say that 5 times fast. <laughs> No. (laughs) (laughs) She thought about it there. She thought about it. I started it. (laughs) Circumnavigational. That's a big word. That is a very (laughs) big word. Lots (laughs) of letters. (laughs) Saltwater paddling trail. So this is literally all around the state of Florida. So now we've got the
0: Native American Heritage Trail. We've got
1: the Saltwater Paddling
0: Trail. We definitely need to do a different variation of trails episodes in Florida.
1: (laughs) We need a year off (laughs) to do all of (laughs) these things. To do all of these things. Like if I'm going to travel all the way around the state of Florida by paddling, can you imagine starting up there in the Panhandle and ending in Jacksonville? There is a blogger that
0: did this. I'm sure there is. I found him that that long ago. If you're going to have to find them again. I'm going to. It's it's from a while ago, but they did. They started off with a, a group, but they didn't all make it all the way around. They, some of them dropped off, but they did it. They did that trail.
1: I think it's really neat that the state parks are a part of this. I mean, this even... So we're, we're talking near Pensacola, but Big Lagoon State Park is the start of this paddling trail. But the reason I found it was because of Crystal River Preserve, which is different than some of the other places in crystal river that we've talked about. And it's different than crystal river archeological park, which is nearby. This is a national historic landmark and it's a 61 acre pre-Columbian site that has burial mounds, temple mounds, a plaza area and a substantial midden. What's that? Um, it is kind of a burial mound, um, Ah, I knew this. my son would know this because he's studied this before. Maybe maybe before he heads off to his school, it's, he
0: needs to come to an episode with
1: us. Well, it's it's <laughs> a mound because it's basically where all of their garbage went. <laughs> so oh. it, it's kind of a substantial midden too. <laughs> it is. So it may have human bones, it might be burial, it might be bot- botanical material. It could be broken pottery. You know, if you've got a bowl and it's broken, you're going to go throw it in your midden. They had a different kind of garbage back
0: then than we have. Well, yeah, it <laughs> might have been a little
1: bit more eco-friendly. No styrofoam, well. they, no plastic bottles. Exactly. <laughs> uh, nearby that is Homosassa Springs State Park. This is one of my favorite places because... It is like the number one place. that when you think, when you hear Homosassa, the first thing you think of is... Homasassa Springs State Park. This, I love this because when you drive up to Homosassa Springs you're going into what looks like a concrete jungle you're on a main road you've got a big parking area and you're like how can this be a park how can this be this place where manatees are how can they have a wildlife park because you go into the entrance area and then you take a boat Mm. to go to the main part of the state park
0: They're doing this like all over the state in all the state parks where there's manatee they're making it so that there's very little um like road traffic electric traffic right um, wheels, this looks like right
1: off the main road you think that it's not going to be anything special but they're it's trying to preserve special. it's a very preserved area all right and then nearby that is wiki springs state park because you know we can't go by without i yes i skipped one <laughs> because i'm i'm i i have no idea what time we're on and i don't know how much more we have to do oh so. my God. You, okay go ahead wiki this is one wiki, of our favorites we talk is about one this one of, of our lot. favorites why oh. is
0: wiki one of our favorites tanya because there's mermaids, mermaids. it's mer it's
1: mermazing, it's mermazing. <laughs> there you go nicole and there's your mermazing if they have they have mermaid shows when florida needed a reason for people to travel here You traveled to see a mermaid show in the true old Florida style. I'm sorry, but this is definitely one of the
0: coolest things in the state of Florida is to go see the mermaid show at Weeki Wachee. If we haven't said it 10 times in the past already, let's say it now. You have to go see it once. (laughs) It's
1: history of another nature. It is.
0: Because it's
1: history of old Florida tourism
0: is there. I've been there before when they brought back mermaids from way back. They were, they were mermaids from 30 years ago and they came back to do a show. So like in recent years, they did all the old mermaids from previous.
1: Yes. I I love it. Yeah. All right. Another one. Um, that we have is rock springs run state park this Is this is- the one with the um with a lazy river, lazy river. Yeah, okay. yes it is it's definitely one that if you're going to go to line up early bring your tubes oh you definitely have to get there early that's a small space it is it's a very small space and you want to be um you don't want it to be crowded so you want it to be a little bit controlled and they do a good job of that they do because if you're on that little they have a lazy river that loops
0: around And if you, if you have a lot on the river, everyone's bump, bumping into each other and it, it isn't that big. So, um, keep that in mind. Like I was saying about, um, uh, the, what was the name of the place with the sugar mill? Oh, Deleon Springs. Yeah. That's, (laughs) they have a big wide open space. This is, but this is very shaded. There's, um, it's covered. So you don't have to worry so much about being out in the open sun and yeah. So, Christina, where do you want to go? Oh, I love Rock Springs, but De Leon Springs with their pancake place. The Sugar Mill Restaurant is just so much fun. It's a
1: good all-day excursion there, I think. You start with breakfast, go swimming, take a boat tour. And then I want to
0: do a little history at Fort Cooper.
1: Okay. I am heading to Hontoon Island. I just love the idea of, you know, I love these places where you have to take a boat to get to. I
0: think you just like saying
1: the name. Hontoon? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, <laughs> um, And then I want to do um, I, I need to do some kayaking on that paddling trail and then visit the and go back to Homosassa Springs. I love it there. The manatees. <laughs> All right, it's time for our featured Florida product of the week. And each week we share our favorite Florida products from small businesses throughout the state. Christina, where are we going? Oh, I found this place because I thought we are talking state parks
0: and just about every state park you can do outdoor adventures in. So we're talking about action Oh, where did the name go? Water Action Sports. Water Sports in <laughs> Auburndale, Florida. It's a large, family-owned kayak shop with over thirteen thousand square foot, wow. packed with kayaks and gear for all your paddleboard, paddle sport adventures. Uh, and they, this was so cool. They even have this little <gasps> pool in their store where you can try
1: things out oh, in the pool. What a great idea, especially for paddleboarding. If you've never done that before and you don't know what your balance is like, and a different paddleboards are different shapes and sizes and lengths. And so you want to get the right feel. That is really cool. It's brilliant.
0: And, and the fact that it's family owned is neat too, because you know, they know their stuff.
1: Oh yeah. I love finding these places. You don't have to go to the big box stores, go to the smaller family owned that know what they're doing and know everything that they can about their water sports. What a they're, great find. they actionwatersports.net. Perfect. Alright, stay tuned to the end to find out where we are going next week. Be sure you are following
0: us on social media for Facebook and Instagram at Florida Travel Pod. We are now also on TikTok, by the way, but we're just building, building up our videos as we go. Um, we are sharing all of our travels and experiences that we're doing, even local stuff, just a little day trip. We put them all on social media. You can comment there, expand on what your knowledge is of the places that we're going. You can email us as well at hello at FloridaTravelPod.com.
1: You can support the Florida 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 Travel Pod by following us or leaving us a review on your favorite podcast player. It really does help others discover our content. And if you enjoy our content, consider supporting us on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash Florida Travel Pod to get shout outs, postcards, stickers and more. And if you support us, it allows us to dedicate more time to research the best content from the Sunshine State. Next week, we are talking about Lido Key. But that's it for this week. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. Stay sunny, everyone.